Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dill Temp Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dill Temp Ball, we, for uh, 400 episodes, we've gone on some somewhere, various places. We, we've clicked on random articles. Pretty much consistently. Consistently. And then we talk about it. We do. And today we're coming live in 3D. <laughs> I'll, add, I'll add that. That would be great if you could do that, yeah. Um, 400 episodes, man. Uh, so normally we would do like a live stream yeah. um, where you and I would sit face to face, breathing each other's oxygen in. Inside inside one of our houses. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a, a deadly virus going around and we don't really want to get it. Not today. No, not for this. <laughs> it's really not. Maybe for 500. What? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What is... I, I don't. I mean, I know our situations are different because you have to go to work and interact with people very regularly. Um, what would you, what would you risk, risk it for? You know what for, I mean? For a Klondike bar. Okay, yeah. that's a good call. Yeah, they're good. They were really good, and you, you know, it just you can't get over it. Um, you, you and I independently chose to wear, wear our illegal Goth Harvey. Yeah, t-shirts. you can't. You can't get these. You, you can't get them. Um, can can I? Show show them off, please. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm in camera. You're, or not, you're well in camera. Yeah, check Looks that. Good. Guess what? These may be illegal, but we we modified them slightly, and now they're not illegal as far as we know. Uh, and I'm gonna take this opportunity to say you can go to Arcade Audio. <laughs> uh, what is it? ArcadeAudio.net slash slash merch. merch. I don't know. Figure it out. Um. Yeah. We've got a bunch of content today. We decided we didn't want to do the work. We didn't want to do the work. So our, our wonderful fans send in a bunch of uh, things for us before we get into that if if in september of 2012 someone had said hey you're gonna re- you're gonna do this for 400 episodes first of all right and second of all you're gonna record the 400th one in a, a park because if you record it in your house you might die yeah <laughs> what I'd would like, you whoa 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 400 <laughs> I don't know. Um, also, because we're record, there's a video medium. Uh, we we can't af- we can't. There might be more bonus things that happen and out here in the wild. That's true. Be- like be- before we started, a couple of <laughs> little kids rode up on their scooters and just started talking. To just us. started bothering us. Well, talking right. at us. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny, would you like me to delve into some of the some of the wonderful things we have? I'd love that. All right. Can I start with a joke? Sure. Okay. I've got several jokes. I might just pepper them throughout. Okay, great. Okay. Um, let's see here. Here's uh, oh my my uh, my internet doesn't work very well out here. Oh, good. That's so. That, this should be a pretty short episode. Here's here's our first joke. Did you know the first French fries weren't cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. That's good. That's uh, good. All right. Let's get to some articles here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is nice not having to read. It, yeah, this I'm is sure that's yeah, a nice little treat for you. Yeah, I've I've chosen to curate all the um the articles and and items of interest. Uh, in order to, to surprise Johnny today. 
Let's start with our first Wikipedia article. Okay. Um, this is the uh, Mariko Aoki phenomenon. Okay. Are you familiar with Mariko Aoki? No, it sounds cool. Okay, so this is a, uh, a Japanese expression referring to an urge to defecate that is suddenly felt after entering bookstores. Have you ever had this urge? A what store? A bookstore. <laughs> huh. The urge to defecate after entering a bookstore. Um, no. I'm completely unfamiliar with this concept. The only thing that this reminds me of is um, there was an episode of Seinfeld where George would, would shit in a bookstore, but he would bring a book in with him. Because <laughs> that makes it okay. Uh, what do you mean? What's the premise? Why did he do that? So he had something to, so he had something something to, something to do. I see. <laughs> um, and... And then they made, I think they made him like buy the book because he brought it in and he, I don't know. Yeah. Um, according to Japanese social psychologist Shoza Shibuya, the specific causes that trigger defecation urge in bookstores are not yet clearly understood as of 2014. That sounds made up. Um, well, there are also some, uh, Wikipedia has chosen to say who. <laughs> you know, like whenever Wikipedia decides to be like, hey, you can't just be using these kind of weasel words here. Uh, hmm. This r- article is rife. With them. Uh, here's one for example. Uh, on the other hand, it is also a fact, citation needed, that a considerable number of the intellectuals who discuss this phenomenon have adopted existing medical terminology, etc., uh, etc. Et hmm. uh, yeah, so I don't know. There's some possible theories as to <laughs> why this is a thing. It's quite a lengthy article on a uh, made up. Wow, it's very, very long. Oh my god. It, that can't be real, right? It can't be. All right, here's the concept. Clinical picture. One, after being in a bookstore for a long period of time. Two, suddenly. Three, an urge to defecate arises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the person that first wrote about this phenomenon was Mariko Aoki. So that's why. Oh, it's a pervert. It's a pervert. Yeah, she's she has done nothing. She's no one else. She just wrote an article in some like Japanese magazine called like Book Magazine. <laughs> That's a very funny concept. Yeah. So, so there you go. Okay, I got another joke for you. Okay, great. Why did the cowboy get a dachshund? Uh, Be- because someone told him to get a long little dog. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see what else we got here. Um, this is the Kentucky meat shower. Oh wait, are you familiar with the Kentucky meat shower? Maybe. Can I guess? Yes. Is this where, um, like? like weird globs of meat like rained from the sky you know it doesn't take a genius to, to figure that one out and, and you are smarter than a fifth I mean, grader i've i've heard i've heard of this specific thing is what i mean not that i put not that i put you, you combine the three words together to, to yeah <laughs> and was it in albuquerque <laughs> right yeah uh so this was an incident the kentucky meat shower was an incident occurring between the hours of 11 and 12 o'clock a.m or p.m uh I Either way have, you slice it, it's both, baby. I don't, I don't have that answer. Interesting. <laughs> um, it was a period of several minutes on March third, eighteen seventy-six. So you know it's real. Where what appeared to be chunks of red meat, measuring approximately two inches by two inches, with at least one being four inches by four inches, fell from the sky, in a one hundred by fifty yard area near the settlement of Rankin in Bath County, Kentucky. So that's like a football field, right? Uh, it's a it's a full length of a football field by a by half of a football field. Yes. Yes. Okay. But it's so it's wider than a football field is wide, but I, but I'm the same the same length the same as a length, football field is long, but twice as wide probably. 
Don't fact check me on that one. I won't. Now, do you want to know some explanations? Do you want to hear some explanations of why this happened in 1876? I feel like people were just not as smart then. Not that people are very smart now, but... Have you have you watched uh, The Watchmen? No. No. You do. I, I we've, do. We've answered this question. We have. It's you. In, in that uh, series, sporadically, there will be showers of squid, of little tiny squid. Mm, I've heard of, of this with, like, fish and frogs. I, I have too, yeah. Um, let's see. How, how does meat get up there, though? So here's, here's an explanation. The most popular is the vulture theory. In, <laughs> oh, that rules. In which a group of vultures regurgitated their meals, and the pieces fell to earth from a reasonable height. The exact type of meat was never identified. <laughs> huh. Tastes good. Yeah. Okay, here's the incident. So, at the time, Mrs. Crouch, uh, a farmer's wife, was making soap on her porch when she reported seeing the meat pieces fall from the sky. She said she was 40 steps from the house when the meat started to slap the ground. Oh. <laughs> the meat looked grisly, according to Mrs. Crouch. Mrs. Crouch and her husband believed the event signified a sign from God. A similar event was later reported in Europe. And the report, the phenomenon was reported by Scientific American and the New York Times. So, huh. it's real. It happens. Um, I like the vulture thing. You like the vulture idea? That's pretty radical. Uh, imagine just like a thousand vultures just circling your farm and deciding, you know what? That meat was too rancid for even us. <laughs> and imagine being, imagine making soap, not noticing a thousand vultures circling overhead and then being like, I wonder where all this meat came from. Yes. And, and also it was in cubes. Well, was it actual very, like... It, like perfect cubes or was it just like you know uh, was it was it an alien that did something is so they they said they didn't identify what the the kind of meat it was is it possible that it wasn't meat well various reports suggested it was beef lamb deer bear horse or even human Mm. Hmm. so I'm gonna say all the above um, it's interesting that it hasn't happened since 18-whatever-the-fuck. 1876. Here, here we go. Vultures vomit as part of making a quick escape and also as a defensive method when threatened. Same. So uh, the explanation for the flattened, dry appearance of the meat chunks as a result of pressure... Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to finish that, that sentence. Um, so... What, did it... Did no, it just, I, I did a bad job of reading it. Oh, okay. Uh, so squids will use ink... And vultures will vomit meat. That kind of rules. It does. That's very on brand. What's the um, sea cucumber? Don't they like, like vomit up their like guts or something? Yeah. What? A, that's so bizarre. And we just we just buy a gun. We, <laughs> that's what separates us uh, from the animals, I think. Um, speaking of of aliens, let me see if I can find find Ooh, this okay. this particular. Oh gosh, where did it go? Um. Well, you look. Can I tell you a little story that happened the other day? Can you please? So I we have a desk in the like that front sunroom okay. now because I my extremities started to feel numb from sitting at the dining table every day. <laughs> okay, um, that's tough. Yeah, and uh, I a fire truck pulled up our street, and okay. I was like, okay, that's that's fun, interesting. And then they all got out and started doing their fireman stuff. Uh huh. And I was like, what could this be? And I got up and looked. And in the alley across the street, a dumpster was ablaze. <laughs> and they had to they had to literally put out a dumpster fire. 
In your alley? Not in our in the alley across the street. I see. So you know how our place is like, um, uh, sort of on the. There's an alley right next to our building. Yeah. What's what's the um what's the address? I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> was someone? Do you think someone was using it for warmth, or do you think it was an accident? Like someone put coals from a barbecue? I'm guessing that, but there was also that like string of arson a couple years ago. There was? Do you remember that? No. People, like someone or some people were lighting dumpsters on fire like across the city. <laughs> just like as a form of protest or I think just just cuz why just not? arson, yeah. You know, it's it's pretty pretty harmless. It's a metal it's... it's a metal box. Right, as long as it, the fire gets contained, right? Is there a way like what if you could what if you put a fan in the bottom? No, a fan would melt, huh? Is there a fireproof fan? No, we don't have the technology. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Johnny, let me read another joke for you. Okay. Um, let's see. Did you hear about the two people who stole a calendar? No. They each got six months. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right. Let's see. Oh, let's go. Oh, we got some questions here for us. Um, Johnny. Yeah. What was the last concert you will ever have went to? Now, the last movie you went to was, was Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, which and was so great. That's a great legacy to leave behind. What was, you know, it's interesting because I had a lot of concerts lined up right. that have can't been canceled. Right. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm going to look back through my calendar. Okay, you do that. Um, while you're doing that, let me, let me read to you what a toast sandwich is. Now, I know it's hard to... I know... Can you use your... Yeah, this has got to... It's British. It's, British. it's gotta be. <laughs> um, it is. In fact, there's a Victorian recipe here. Uh, so a toast sandwich. I'm, I'll read this one slow so we can all follow along. It's a sandwich. Are you with me so far? <laughs> it's made. It's made with two slices of bread, and the filling is toasted bread, which, as an augmentation, can be heavily buttered. You know, now if that, you really wanted to get crazy, an 1861 recipe says add salt and pepper. That sounds kind of good, it actually. It does sound kind of good. Now, let me what, what if we flip the script? What if it was a toast on the outside, bread in the middle that was buttered? No, that, you think that's gross? Yeah, I think it's got to have that crunch in the middle. I see, like a BLT. Yes, okay. So, the Victorian recipe. <laughs> it's included in the invalid cookery section. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then they they say this is a quote from the from the household management book of household management that was written in. Quote, this sandwich may be varied by adding a little pulled meat or very fine slices of cold meat to the toast. Hmm. Now, I think what they invented was just a sandwich. <laughs> That's just called a sandwich. <laughs> that you've gone crazy with and just put toast in the middle for some reason it's almost the first big mac because a big mac's got it's got it does have that extra bread in the there. middle of bread why sauce. does it have that is that just to fill space it must be huh it makes it more grand it's a much bigger profile i've been getting into big macs recently i don't know if i have ever in my life eaten one they're really good they've got it down to a science the only th I, they put pickles on it, which I'm not. I don't love pickles oh, on. A I sandwich. love pickles. Well, then the Big Mac's for you, my friend. I've been thinking a lot about. Uh, by the way, the last concert, that, as far as I can tell, uh, so it's been, it's been a minute, but it was it was Bare Naked Ladies and Hootie and the Blowfish. That's good. That's um, really fun. 
I've been thinking a lot about how everything is so bad. Yep. And whether it's cause for me to eat some fast food. Oh wow, interesting. Like maybe this is the this is your last the last chance to really go for it before all restaurants close down. Wow. Yeah. Is huh. is now the best or the worst time to eat fast food, do you think? Well, when it makes you sick, you won't know whether it's you That's don't won't true. know what what it is. You won't know what the cause was. Yeah. It's just a fun little grab bag of who yeah, who knows? I don't know, man. Dude, Dude I, I mean they're putting a Culver's in right right on the uh by by where you work? Uh no, well, yes, actually. But no, by the uh Irving Park or no, by the Montrose Brown line. What? Yep. I walked by it the other day. I am I don't know anything about Culver's, but I am very suspicious that they they feel very Chick-fil-A to me. <laughs> they have a Chick-fil-A vibe. And it it makes me nervous. Because we we have consumed our fair share of Culver's. You, others more than me. Oh, I yeah, only you've, eat you've, the ice cream. That's true. Because I'm healthy. <laughs> you have a sickness. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it feels very... Well, I think when you boil it down, I think everything's just a Chick-fil-A. I know, I know, I which know. Which is real tough. You just got to find the ones that are less Chick-fil-A than others. I think, I feel like they, they have big Chick-fil-A energy. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily for us, we don't have to go to restaurants anymore. It's great. It's, it's great. Um, can I read you another joke? Please. Okay, here we go. Um, oh, boy. This, some of these are tough, man. <laughs> um, here's my last joke. Okay. I'll, I'll read <laughs> Um, my oh god, I don't want to read any of these. Actually, you know what? In fact, let's not read any more jokes, Johnny. The jokes are done. This concludes the joke segment of the podcast. Um, and <laughs> instead, um, let's let's read about something. Our our um, our this is Capgrass delusion. Cap- Have you talked about Capgrass delusion? Capgrass delusion. Yeah. No. So it's a first of all, it's a psychiatric disorder. Where a person holds a delusion that a friend, spouse, parent, or other close family member or pet has been replaced by an identical imposter. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, this would be a real tough thing to suffer from. Because how does it manifest, do you think? Do you think it's just like, do you still live with it? And you just live with the knowledge of like, yeah, that was my husband, but now it's an imposter. I guess I just have to live with him still. I don't know. That sucks that would suck um let me let me read further here let's see um the pet's kind of funny that's classic sitcomery right like oops like the the dog got out and i gotta replace the dog with a new dog while i find the old dog you gotta paint the dog's tail to match the right exactly um i don't really want to read the causes um because it's more fun to dwell in this realm of uh fun make-believe yeah rather than really delve into the (laughs) the concept of it um I will say it's a rare and poorly understood di- uh, uh, condition. Well, it's good that it's rare, I suppose. It, it, it is. It is good. Um, <sighs> similarly, there was a. Um, let's see. There's another thing that many of our 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 listeners might suffer from, eventually, once we really hone our craft, and it's death from laughter. <laughs> well, that so, can't be real. Well, it is real, Johnny. There's a whole Wikipedia article for it. It's a rare form of death. Usually resulting from cardiac arrest or asphyxiation caused by a fit of laughter. It mostly happens to weasels. It, it's been it's been it's been recorded since the time of ancient Greece, Johnny. 
and you know those guys knew everything <laughs> you know the 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 cure is to you know eat a deer liver soaked in olive oil for 10 days um have you ever died of laughter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh wasn't that also a monty python sketch the funniest joke ever yeah, yeah they they weaponized it against the germans in world war Two. that's how i know it's it's not real and it sucks it's a fun concept though they they taught a bunch of English speaking non-native Germans to say the joke in German so they couldn't oh, understand that's, it. Yeah, that's fun. It's pretty, and then they just like walked around the battlefield shouting the joke. Um, the joke must have been a real joke. Like Monty Python must have wrote a real German joke. Hmm. You know, I wonder. I wonder what it translates to. It's probably not that funny. No, that's always the thing with anything where it's like, you know, any movie or TV show where someone has to like do stand up. Oh. Even if the even if the the movie or TV show is funny. The stand-up just never is. Or like that movie about improv. Oh, was, I didn't watch what it. What was that movie? I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't care. They did improv in it, and it's it was worse than real <laughs> improv. Well, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that, that show that was on the same time as 30 Rock, uh, Studio, Studio 60, 60 on, on the Sunset, Sunset Strip. Strip. It was a show never about, heard of it. <laughs> it was a show about a comedy show, and the show itself was not funny. I don't it, know if it was supposed to be. It, well, it was It was if Aaron Sorkin did 30 Rock. Right. And that well, sounds like a real treat, huh? Whereas I think with 30 Rock, I don't think, the the show in the show is like very intentionally bad. Right, sure. So that's f- fine. I see. That was a smart idea. Yeah. The uh, only one. The only one. I... The, <laughs> It's the only one. But I've been going back and, re- and rewatching some of the the older things that people were really attached to, like like Parks and Rec and stuff. Yeah, and it, it's okay. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe maybe times have changed. Yeah, hasn't been that long though. We're watching Parks and Rec right now. We watched The Office, which is challenging. Yeah. Um, we watched Thirty Rock, which is she, she as a person is much more um, uh, Jack Donaghy. Oh, than I think she wants to admit. Sure, she's kind of like Ellen DeGeneres. She's she's been getting some. I'm enjoying her downfall. I just enjoy the downfall of anybody. Me too. You know, no more celebrities. Get them out That'd of here. Be nice. Yeah, cut it out. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, this is a, kind of in a similar ballpark. Uh, you see, uh, what's that fool's name? Bernie Sanders proposed some crazy tax. It's called like. Make it's a call like make billionaires pay their fair share act. Yeah, <laughs> it's like completely on the nose, which I love because how many times it will be a bill will be called like we we love America bill and it'll be like we want to get rid Shoot of babies half the teachers or like yeah, right yeah. <laughs> um, one more thing we're we're watching Parks and Rec right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's wild to see a good chunk of episodes that feature uh, Aziz Blackface. Ansari and. Louis C.K. in scenes together. <laughs> it's really tough, man. It almost makes you think, like, wow, the the proportion of, of bad men is pretty high, I bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet it's not really a coincidence. And uh, I, th- I think overall the show is nice, mm. but I think they're too mean to Jerry. You know, that's – everyone's thinking it. They're, and they're too mean to Jerry. I get that that's the joke, but it's just sad. It's mean and it's it's – it's not. It's not nice on a show that's otherwise fairly not mean spirited. In fact, I would say most of the time it's the opposite. I would yes. say it's fairly 
good-natured and and nice. It's just so strange that there is this one extremely mean-spirited aspect. Yeah. Well, there was also there's an episode where they go to a uh, to a strip club, and it's just it's very uh, mm-hmm. not good towards the the people who work there. Yeah. And it does not hold up very well. Yep. Uh, you know what does hold up very well, Johnny? Let me just choose an article at random here. <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one. Now, is this a true random article or something that someone sent us? This is something that someone... The, oh, yeah, no. This, the, okay. I'm randomly choosing an article someone sent us. Understood. And he, in fact, here, here it is. Here's the thing I was trying to find earlier uh, when I mentioned aliens. Okay. This is another Japanese-related uh, 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 article, Utsuro Bune, which is the legendary hollow boat that washed ashore in Japan in 1803. Okay. This one's real for sure. This is very real. Okay, so... Utsurobune refers to an unknown object that washed ashore in 1803 in the Hitachi province of eastern Japan. Uh, when defining Utsurobune, the bune part means boat, and Utsuru means empty or hollow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, there are uh, accounts of the tale appearing in three different texts. According to legend, an attractive young woman, aged 18 to 20 years old... I'm listening. ...arrived on a local beach aboard the hollow ship... On February 22nd, 1803. Now, aren't all ships hollow? It's how they go. (laughs) Fishermen, according to legend, fishermen brought her inland to investigate further, but the woman was unable to communicate in Japanese. She was very different from anyone else. I'd say most people are unable to communicate in Japanese. Most non-Japanese people, I would say. Especially in the 1800s. The fishermen then returned her and her vessel to the sea where it drifted away. Historians... So that's just a mean story about like a sh- a shipwreck. And <laughs> yeah. They like well, kidnapped a woman, couldn't talk to her, and can't we're understand like, you. Well, like, well, certain uh, ufologists have claimed that the story represents evidence for a close encounter with extraterrestrial life. It's f- so clearly not. It's so clearly. I don't know, buddy. W- w- what is? What is the paranormal aspect of this? You know what I mean? There's other stuff where people are like, must be UFOs, where I'm like, okay, sh- sure. I I understand where you're coming from. I will humor you. This is n- nothing. Well, the windows were completely transparent, which means they're good windows. What windows? The windows of the boat. Okay. Uh, and the baffled fishermen looked inside. The inner side of this hollow boat was decorated with texts written in an unknown language. It could be anything that's not Japanese. I mean, how many unknown languages could there be for a Japanese-speaking, for an only Japanese-speaking, <laughs> probably not literate Japanese fisherman in the 1800s? It could. Be, it has to be alien script, Johnny. Let me go further. Inside the fisherman's, here's what the fisherman found. Two bed sheets. A bottle filled with nearly four liters of water. What's the hollow part of this? There's, not only is that how boats are, but there's stuff in the boat. Oh, yeah, they have... Oh, so you're telling me in, in a typical boat, there's bed sheets, bottles of fresh water, and some, some bread and meat? Yeah. Okay, well, how about this? How about, let me describe the woman for you. She is beautiful. <laughs> okay, I don't buy it. I don't, yeah. She had red hair. Uh, the hair was elongated by artificial white extensions. <laughs> and this hairstyle cannot be found in any literature, Johnny. And let me, let me, her skin was a pale pink color. 
and she wore precious, long, and smooth clothes of unknown fabrics. These fishermen did not test these fabrics. Is this a is this on Wikipedia? Is this a joke? This article? is on Wikipedia. The okay, how about this? Although the women appeared um, friendly and courteous, she acted oddly, for she always clutched a quadratic box. In other words, a box. Yeah. Made of pale material, could be anything. Maybe white. Maybe it's painted white. Painted white wood. It was around twenty four inches in size. That's a two foot box, Johnny. She didn't allow anyone to touch this box. No matter how many times they asked her in this unknown language she didn't speak. Now, here's a theory from an old man in the village. Quote, This woman could be a princess of a foreign realm who married at her homeland, but when she had an affair with a townsman after marriage, it caused a scandal and the lover was killed for punishment. The princess was banned from home, for she enjoyed lots of sympathy, so she escaped the death penalty. Instead, she might have been exposed in that Utsudu Bune to leave her to destiny. If this should be correct, the quadratic box may contain the head of the woman's deceased lover. In the past, a very similar object with a woman was washed ashore on a close-by beach. During this incident, a small board with a pinned head was found. The content of the box could therefore be the same, which could certainly explain why she protects it so much. It would cost a lot of money and time to investigate the woman in her boat. And since it seems to be tradition to expose those boats at sea, we should bring the woman back to the Utsudu Bune and let her drift away. The townspeople were frightened. End quote. Get a life. <laughs> I'm I'm so bad. Is there a section of this article that's like, okay, but like, y- y'all really know what this was, though, right? Like, clearly, this was just some. Well, here's a modern investigation. Um, the investigation done in 1925 and 62 by um by an ethnologist and historian. And he points out the circular boats were not very unusual in Japan since early times. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So, so basically, they say no. This isn't really okay. Good. <laughs> like it never flies or moves on its own. It doesn't show any signs of weird technology. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a fun story though. Is it? It's kind of nothing. It really, you know, when you think about it's, it, it's nothing, but don't think about it too hard. It's like, uh, do you think that, like, everyone in the, in the, <laughs> we know. everyone in the 7-Eleven that I went into in <laughs> Japan, as soon as I left, said, who was that man in the hollow shoes <laughs> who came and bought beer and rice balls? He, he spoke no language I can speak <laughs> um, but he see he seemed nice and he wouldn't give me his wallet <laughs> <laughs> he clutched his wallet to him desperately <laughs> what was contained inside that he wanted to protect so much um, I don't know um, do you I've got a cool fact for you okay corn can grow so fast sometimes that at night with a sensitive enough microphone a field of corn can sound like a bowl of rice krispies have you maybe it's just maybe Phil just gets too hot it's popcorn oh it's just popping have you heard the with rhubarb I've heard rhubarb grow and it it's freaks me out no good yeah. it's no good because so it's basically if you deprive rhubarb of sun if you grow it in a sunless room it grows very very fast I if I, I had to guess it'd be because it's trying to reach the sunlight I would the assume ground. yeah and uh, it grows like some stupid amount like it can grow in like 12 inches a night or it's, something it's stupid. something ridiculous why don't we just grow a fuckload of rhubarb and just eat nothing but rhubarb and save 
save everyone from starving. I've never had rhubarb, but I've always wanted to make a rhubarb pie. What's stopping you, buddy? I guess nothing. I literally have no excuse now. Yeah, go out and get yourself some rhubarb. Have you ever had rhubarb? No, probably not. It looks like pink it, celery. Ew. So it's not like a delicious like apple? No. I picture like a real sweet, <laughs> like a real nice I, fruit. I have no idea what it tastes like. Aww. All I know is that we make pie out of it. That's why I thought it was good and tasty. I guess they make you can make whatever into a pie. Yeah, you slop enough sugar on it. Yeah. Is that what makes a pie? Slop some sugar on me. Johnny, we'll make more, a pie. Some more articles for you. Okay. This is um, this is a great road. I mean, we're 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 from Florida. Yeah. Roller coaster aficionados. We've mm-hmm. we've been to the the biggest and best park in the United States, the um, the old roller coast Cedar Point, but we haven't been to Denmark for for arguably the greatest roller coaster. Now I don't speak Danish. If it's in if it's in the Copenhagen airport, it, you I've know, seen it. This is this is a roller coaster in, in the native Danish. Uh Now, I don't want to translate it yet. Is it something with dog road? It is something to do with dog road or with with dog. Uh, so the roller coaster is known best for its name and its unique dog flatulence related theme, because this roller coaster translates to dog fart roller coaster. Wow. So it's in it's it was the first wow when do you think this was created uh, like 64 What if I told you 1993 <laughs> You know there's almost nothing good about the United States No I I can't think of a single thing Sure except that I'd say by and large most of us are not absolute perverts. <laughs> well, let me... Obviously, this couldn't just exist in a vacuum, right? The rest of the, the theme park must be a good, a good theme park, right? This must... Well, it's in Bon Bon Land, which was opened by a candy maker that manufactured disgusting-sounding candy flavors. So this is the perverts Hershey's Park. Dog farts were one of the most popular flavors and consequently became the theme for the first roller coaster. Can you imagine... No. Eating <laughs> no. The coaster, real quick. The coaster trains are designed in the shape of a dog named Henry Dogfart. <laughs> okay, that's good, though. <laughs> Riders go past the statue of a defecating Henry the dog through a kennel and past bones and piles of dog feces. See, now... There are also speakers that make dog fart sounds. There's the... There are candies that look like little turds and stuff. And sure. that's fun and funny. But they're like novelty candies. But this sounds like it's just like... It probably... Yeah, you know, when you're in Denmark, you just eat the dog fart candy. <laughs> when it, yeah, when in Denmark. Um, um, that reminds me, I just discovered... I just found out about a theme park in central Indiana. Okay. I don't remember exactly what it's called. Something like Holiday Land or Holiday time or something okay and there's also a water park inside of it right this is a theme park where each land each like themed land of the park is themed to a holiday okay so there's christmas land good thanksgiving land good fourth of july land and halloween land okay so they they watched nightmare before christmas and said you know what that's a good idea yeah and they're not wrong it is a good idea it is is That's it, all. I would love to go. I would love to go too. Do you think it's a little? Here's the thing. If it's 
there's got there's a sweet spot mm-hmm. of being low rent where it's still good. Yes. See, so here's the thing: Six Flags, yeah. just just up north, it's is not in that sweet spot. Ugh. It's like there are some decent rides, uh-huh. but it's yeah, you know, it ain't it ain't low rent and funny, right? And it ain't Disney, right? So just it's just like, okay, like so we're walking around eating like you know eight dollar turkey legs. It, it's it's good. It 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 scratches the itch. Sure, if you if you gotta go do some sort of roller coaster. Um, but it, you know it's not great. But I I I feel like this place would would be shitty enough to be like. I think it would be choice what, at a place like that. Would the what would the food be? Would the food just be like chicken tenders everywhere? You know what in, I mean? Like in no theme. Thanksgiving land, you have to be able to get a Thanksgiving dinner. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. You have to. Oh, that's interesting. Fourth of July land, maybe they do like barbecue. Ooh. Okay. What what kind of food are they doing at Halloween land? It can't just be candy. Gotta be just candy. Just candy, huh? What if, what if it was like? Do you, have you ever gotten a savory treat from trick or treating? <sighs> Pennies. <laughs> sure, just suck on those bad boys. Um, maybe some beef jerky. Uh, I've probably gotten beef jerky. You remember those Chico sticks? The little orange. I know the name. I don't know what they are. Uh, are they cowtails or different? Cowtails are different. Chico sticks are crunchy. Okay. They're orange and crunchy, and I feel like they're savory. That's gross. I don't... They look like if you made a, like an Austin cheese cracker into a log. What is an Austin cheese cracker? Are you serious? Austin cheese cracker. Yeah. I don't know those words in that combination. You know the Austin cracker sandwiches where what it's like the Austin? cheese... the cheese. It's the brand. It's like the cheese and the peanut butter sandwiches. I see. You would put in a child's lunch. Yeah. Okay. I'm unfamiliar with this particular brand name. That's the brand. Austin. Yeah. Is it named for a person or is it named for a location? Both. It's named for Austin, Austin from Austin. Austin. Um, yeah. It, that's what Chico sticks in my head are. They're just like a log of that. Ew, man. Mm-hmm. Man, when my mom used to pack me lunch, I, I, I've just been thinking about this recently. The lunch wouldn't even be nutritious. It would just be like Rice Krispie treats and like fruit roll-ups and shit. We didn't know, you know? I guess not. It's because we were eating like McDonald's and like kid cuisine and shit. Right. You know, right. like we we literally didn't know, and it wasn't that long ago, which is what's so weird. No, it really wasn't. Well, that's why. If I mean, when I have a kid, we're Whole Foods. That's it. Only Whole Foods. Grape stems. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bread crust only. <laughs> is there is this something that we're eating currently that is probably not good for us? Absolutely. Yeah. Paint. Uh, pain is bad. Well, here's the thing. I think we know what's bad, and we just choose to still eat it now. You know? Yeah. I eat a lot of peanut butter and jellies. Is, that's that's bad. Is that bad? Well, Jelly is candy. Geez. Peanut butter, depending on the kind that you get, is also just candy. At best, it's candy. No. At best, it's just a spoon of fat. At worst, <laughs> it's candy. Um. Johnny, I have one last thing I'd like to, to okay. ask you to do. And that is, someone has asked us to categorize some some animals. Okay. But these aren't really animals. They want us to categorize some fungi. Ooh. And they ask us feelings on slime mold. I don't know. I don't know what slime mold is either. In my head, it is um, the Ghostbusters 2. That's what I was picturing too. It's either that or it's Super Mario Brothers. Oh, the, the goo in the movie. Yeah. Okay, let's. I would like to rank those those two things, and I'd also like to rank Spanish moss. Spanish moss is Spanish moss is great. 
Spanish? Easy A for me. Easy A. I think we're biased because we're from Florida. We're from the, the, the wet south. I'm inclined to give it an S-class because it's so beautiful. It really, really is. Just a... Oh, man. You just see a tree just covered in Spanish moss. You know you're in the, the, the fucking bayou. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'd kill to see some Spanish I moss know, right dude, now. I know. Yep. Some Spanish moss. Spanish moss... In the branches, you see some lichen on the yeah, on the the it, what's that part of the tree called? The, the stump. It's not a stump when it's alive. It's the <laughs> it's the trunk. The trunk. If anyone wants to send us some Spanish moss, uh, DM us at Dilettante Ball. That's D I L E T T A N T E B A L L. Hashtag. Save the USPS. <laughs> I, what I love about recording. This show is how many dogs get murdered I, the on dog it. Dog torture is nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's just chasing a squirrel in a tree, actually. Which I, is... That's actually the squirrel barking. Hey! Um, do you, was, was Spanish moss brought up in this, or is this something that you have... No, that's a, that's a fungi I'm familiar with. Okay, I didn't know if it was a specific one. No. So, is it the kind of thing that a lot of people are aware of? I don't know. I really don't know. I think that I think about manatees a lot like that too. Like do people are people aware of manatees? And that they solely subsist on Spanish moss that drops into the the springs that they live in. And lettuce that people throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> do you like going into to sp- swim in springs? It's too cold. It's cold and the the ground is oft slimy. Yes, and I don't the... like that. Yes, it is. Um that's why I'm I'm starting a campaign to to uh, implode all the springs, mm, to, smart. put a big cork in each one of them. This is a stupid question, I know. Great. Where does the water come from? I think about that all the time. Where? Okay, so rivers. Well, okay, where do oceans come from? Where do they come from? Rivers. All right, where where rivers come from? Lakes. Okay. Where does that come from? I think mountains. I th- I think so. That water, I understand. Precipitation on mountains. And then it, it, you know, melts or whatever and rolls down and, and feeds everything else. Okay. Where are springs coming from? That's the question. Eventually. Because they're bubbling up from the ground. Eventually it's going to just, and there's no more water in there, right? How's the water getting back down there? There's not infinite water in there. That's what, is there not? Maybe there effectively is. There's so much fucking water on planet Earth. Is it? Water and trees. I remember being a kid and being like, oh, no, we're going to run out of trees and water. Dog, dumb shits ain't going anywhere. <laughs> is there... Is is it possible that there's a lake somewhere that has, like, a hole in the bottom that's kind of like a drain? Okay. And that gets underneath and somehow makes its way to the... Do you think that it goes through rocks, like spongy rocks, and those sponge rocks take out the salt? From the ocean? Mm. Where are springs? We know they're in Florida. We know they're in... I know they're in other places too, but definitely in Florida. They're in Japan. Yeah, there are hot springs in Japan. They're in... Because in, in Florida, all the springs are 72.5 degrees. Why is that? I don't know. But in Japan, they're all hot springs. Costa Rica has hot springs as well. Okay. Is that because of volcanic activity? I would assume so. So there you go. Maybe Why are the ones in Florida cooler? I don't know. Because Florida's a hot place. Hot on the outside, cool on the inside. Ice cream paint job. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's a song from like 2009. 
Um, I don't know, Johnny. I think the mysteries of the universe elude us, and I don't know that we're going to answer them on this 400th episode, but I got good news. 420 is right around the corner, and I think we're going to answer some real good questions on, on episode 420. We're going to ask the questions, and we're going to answer them. Good. We t- To be clear, we don't have anything planned. Nope, we have nothing planned. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> Do we have anything we need to talk about? Yeah, I don't think so. We got we got uh, 420 coming up. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So we got we got to we got to do something for that. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.